What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Hey, everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day. Plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen. It's The Line with Andrew McLean on Talk 99.5. It doesn't matter if he wins or not. We're Y'all are winning. I know. I know. Hey, Ken, I got to roll, buddy. I got to take a break. Thanks, buddy. See you, man. Talk to you again soon. We'll be back. It's The Line with Andrew McLean on Talk 99.5. Welcome back into the program, everybody. I got to get used to the way you do that, John. I usually have the they point and say, start going. Yeah, well, you can do it anytime you want. All this freedom. As soon as the music starts, I can come in. Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. Hey, y'all don't forget, you can go to talk995.com, talk995.com, and click listen live, or also find Talk 99.5 on your favorite audio apps. Let's go out to the phones. Let's go to Alan and Nectar. Alan, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. I hope you are well. How you doing? Man, long time no speak, brother. I hope you're doing well. Uh, hey, uh, oh, uh, this guy, he, he likes to use the word tool a lot, and I understand why, because he's definitely a tool, but he ain't the kind of tool he's talking about. He's <laughs> different kind of tool. I, uh, hey, I want it. Look, Ken the Liberal is always, has always been straight up with me, no matter what show I was on. Um, and and he te- and he tells the truth. I mean, I can't remember well, when it I'm was. Gonna, I, I mean, got, the left I got, is. I got a little, yeah. I got a little truth to tell him. Okay. Now, people like me, I'm, I'm more or less in the middle. You know, I don't care, but I'm more of a right person. I'm a veteran. Yes, sir. But we're very forgiving and nice people. But when we have enough of these people, we're not going to burn the country down like Black Lives Matter because the property hadn't done nothing to us. But there's going to be a hell unleashed in this country. Like the world had never seen. Because I don't think they've never seen American citizens fight on our own land for our own freedom. So Ken the Tool got a, a big awakening coming up. Because we're not going to lose this country to some loser like this fool Ken. Be cool, bro. Thanks, man. Appreciate you, Alan. I do think there is a pushback. And, and what I wanted people to hear was that. They fully intend to transform the United States. A total transformation of the United States into something that is unrecognizable to the founders. And and I, and I talk to people about that. I try to tell them that folks on the left believe that, think that. On my program, I talk about how they all, and, and look, I'm not always the visionary but I do believe that I was one of the first across this fruited plain years ago that stumbled upon the fact that when they say our democracy, they don't mean the United States. They just don't. 
they mean this new fundamentally transformed nation, the new thing that they are building, the thing that will be unrecognizable to the founders. And, and if you're for that, if you're supportive of that, then, hey, look, knock yourself out. But those of us on the right who, who just have never learned how to hear what these people are saying, what was the, the, the Bible say? Something about let him who has ears, he who has ears, hear. And God, you know, when, when we're talking about spiritual matters and God says, hey, look, you know, sometimes you just, you can't, people can't hear. Their hearts are hardened. On our side, our, the conservative side, and many of the Republicans, they don't understand what's going on. I can remember having a, having a big fight about Common Core when I was in the Alabama legislature. And I was talking to one of the other leaders in, on the Republican side who was for it. And I was like, man, you do understand that teaching all this leftist stuff that is in this curriculum guarantees that no one like me and you can be elected in the future. Because you teach people these things, they're, they're untrue things, they're not based on truth. You teach them these things, their worldview will guarantee that we don't get elected. And he looked at me like he had no idea what I was talking about. And that's the same thing that when people hear, oh, our democracy, he's a threat to our democracy. I'm standing up for our democracy. It's not the country. They're telling us what they want to do. They've been telling us what they want to do. Just like Ken was one of the guys that told me, said, hey, look, the left in this state will join forces with the establishment in this state to elect Katie Britt to be a United States senator. Oh, no, 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 she's Republican. Maybe she is. I hope, I hope the best for her. I hope she does a great job being conservative. But people have to realize who rallied in the Republican primary and voted in the Republican primary, and it was Ken the Liberal and his fellow travelers. And what I appreciate about Ken is he tells us, hey, Tom, don't go anywhere, buddy. I'm going to get you on the other side. I see you on the phone now. It's a little, little screen. I got it. And uh, you'll be up, up next. This is Talk 99.5. You're listening to The Line with Andrew McLean on Talk 99.5. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Talk 99.5. I am filling in. I'm Scott Beeson filling in for Andrew McLean on The Line. John, you got uh, an announcement? Uh, yes, we um, have our final four songs for John Bird Plays the Guitar on Friday. Oh. Um, we're going to be posting those uh, that poll at 1 o'clock, and people can vote on it. Uh, what, are gonna, the, what are the final four songs? Okay. I, I probably won't know hardly any of them. You will know the majority of them. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, um, musically challenged. All right, we'll see. Okay. First one, Who'll Stop the Rain, CCR. Okay, I know that one. Heard it before. Okay, good, good. Who'll we'll stop the rain? You're gonna play these? Uh, you one of them. Okay, whichever one. Right, I'm voting. Okay, that's good. Good stuff. All right, I like that. Sounds good. All right, the second one is "Wicked Game" by Chris Isaac. All the ladies love him. I 
heard that one. Okay. All right. Is that in a movie or something? Or a lot of movies? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, they use it a lot. Okay. All right. That's what I was there. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then we have Don't You Forget About Me. Uh, it's from The Breakfast Club, Simple Minds. When John Bird yourself plays this, are you singing too? Yes. You are. So you're mm-hmm. going to be performing this with your Yes, guitar. I've been doing it for really? about a year. Or no, over a year now. You've been playing a guitar for a year, and you can play all these songs. Yeah. Well, I've been playing for 45 years. But. Okay, but you've been doing the John Bird plays. Right. So so everybody, what they do is everybody, um, I put out something on Facebook, okay. and then everybody selects songs they'd like to hear. Okay. Then we have four separate judges and each one picks one of the songs. Then we have our final four, and, and then people the vote four. on that to narrow it down. And where do we go to vote? Uh, uh, to the one. Um, uh, you can go to Talk Nine Nine Five, and if you're already if you're already uh, following Talk Nine Nine Five, you'll it'll pop up on your feed. Okay, it's like a poll that you vote for. Okay, all right. And here's the last one. Desperado, why don't you come to? Okay, can I vote for the one that I don't want? Sure. This. <laughs> I do not want this one. This one's eh, bad. Eh. Okay, so it's I'm just down to three. Okay. It's a slow one. Yeah, that's rough. You know what the worst... Okay, I've said this on my show. You know what the worst song ever created? I don't. I may not even get the, the, the name of it. Interesting. Right. Let me made, hear it. I know the worst song. Is it... Um, Slow ride, slow car, no slow. Oh, what is fast, fast car. car? Fast car is the worst da, 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 song da, 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 ever, ever made. And then some country music person wants to come along and remake yep. a terrible, terrible song. It is the worst song ever. It's it's a strange one. There is there is no there. Look, okay. People are always asking about heaven and what you're going to do in heaven yeah. and all that kind of stuff. One thing I know about the other place is they're playing fast car <laughs> all the time. It is that bad. It is terrible. It is like my most hated. It is. It is. There is a visceral reaction. Tell me how you feel, Scott. It's <laughs> bad, but I don't I, look. I'll take any of those three. Any of the faster three. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you might fall asleep playing that last song. Yeah, it's a, it's a slow one. We'll just, we'll just have to see. The last couple of times, it's been a blowout. Really? Yeah, one Can has Can you tell us where the polling is now? Risen above. I mean, is no, I'm getting, ready to, I'm getting ready to post it, okay. and then people will start well, voting, then and then we'll get the percentage. Yeah, and then tomorrow we'll officially announce it. Um, but usually I can get a jump on things, because like I said, one usually right. just... All right, do you ever do like the Democrats do, like you're looking at the results in the election, and then you just go in there and vote over and over and over for the song you want? Nope. You can only, I can only vote one. I can only really? vote one time, but I don't vote. Even I've never by voted. like uh, deleting your cookies or anything, you can't just keep on voting. <laughs> I mean, I have no. I, I would never have considered any of that. You've <laughs> now told everybody out there. Thanks a lot. <laughs> How to do it? Oh my goodness! Let me go out to Tom. I promised Tom yeah. I would get to him. Good old Tom. Tom, welcome to the program. Let me ask you something, Ken Liberal. Do you want to live in a third world country? Do you want to live where your country is a piece of crap toilet bowl? Because that's exactly where we're going. We keep on letting 
stick Biden run this country because we're going to look like crap. We're going to taste like crap. How's your groceries? How's your power bill? How are your bills coming along, Ken the liberal? Let me tell you something, brother. Things y'all are doing to destroy this country is pathetic. And it's not my America. It's not the America I want to live in. If you don't like it, Ken, take your tail back to freaking Israel, wherever you want to go, whatever. I don't care. Just get out of this country if you don't like it. That's to you, Ken the liberal. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. I appreciate you, man. Strong words. People. Those are hey, let me let me ask you this, man. Tom. This is what I don't understand. I had enough of them. I I agree with you. This is what I don't understand about the left. Why can't they just let us have at least one place? Can't can't we just have Alabama? You know the left, I don't know if you're you're familiar with it, but they always talk about anytime somebody says, Hey, the country might break up or whatever. They call the red state, the red country, um, what was it? Free, what was it? I think it was free market Jesus land. And I'm like, okay, I'll take that. I'll take that in a heartbeat. But they won't you know let us, they won't t- let us have that, Tom. They you know and- they're turning this country into what? Sodom and Gomorrah, and we are pure Sodom right now. Oof. Okay, I wish Point I could blank. I wish I could disagree with you, but the thing to note for people is the folks on the left will not leave you alone. They won't leave me alone. They will not let you govern yourself. You will live in their democracy, and it is going no, to be won't. a third world crap hole. And um, but hey, look, we'll all be in. We'll all be even in the same. Crap hole. So uh, it'll all be it's good. Summer of love. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be equal. What did I'm Rush Limbaugh like used bas- to say? We'll all be equally miserable. I'm going to be like the Bass Pro guy and run butt naked through the crowd and let the cops follow me. Just come on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. I appreciate you, buddy. Later, man. See you. The, um, I, you know, that that has been one of my questions is why can't we have, why can't we live? Okay, let me ask you this for the folks who, and, and Ken the liberal, he's, tell, he's telling y'all the truth, okay? He's telling us the truth. When he says they want to, their, their plan is, and they already are almost there or they've already won fundamental transformation, a totally unrecognizable country. The founding fathers would not recognize the country. No hint. George Washington would look at their democracy and say, this is nothing like what we envisioned. That's what they are trying to do. And then you you start thinking about the country in general. And and I've asked this question a number of times, and and y'all go with me on this. If you want to weigh in, please do. The pilgrims, you know, they get given grief, I'm sure. But the Puritans get a tremendous amount of grief. And the Puritans, you know, wanted a, a Christian-based, a, a biblical-based, a, a Jesus-oriented community. With And, you know, they wanted to live under biblical values and, and all this kind of stuff, whether you, whether you agree or disagree with that. And most of us were taught in school to just be against it. The Puritans were terrible. What was the movie? I mean, what's the book? Um, uh, oh, God. It's about the Puritans, the Scarlet Letter. Yeah. So, of, cur- of course, the Puritans and the patriarchy was terrible and the woman was abused and, and the guy did whatever he wanted and the girl is, is, is cast out and blah, blah, blah. I, I get it. There was a whole thing. The Puritans are awful. The Puritans want to make you, you know, live under their moral standards. That's terrible. 
But then you look at the, the country today, we absolutely have to live under the moral standards of the left. I, I, better, I better use somebody's correct pronoun. It doesn't matter if he's a 6'5", hairy guy, bigger than me, weighs more than me, and I weigh 254, unfortunately. I, I need to call him ma'am. I, I have to say he's a girl or I'm in trouble. I'm a terrible person. I need to lose my job. I need to be off the radio. I have to agree with, with whatever it is that they've decided the new, the new thing is. I can't, if I disagree with somebody's lifestyle, that's not okay. I better keep it to myself. I, I can't, shan't say, hey, look, I disagree with that. I love you, but I disagree with that. You, you can't do it. So we're going to live under some people's morals. Somebody's worldview will decide what is right and wrong, and they will enforce it. But think about the Puritans again. In, in modern-day United States, in 2024, if you had a small town or a small city and you said, you know what, we are Puritans, we're going to... We're basically going to have a Puritan town. We'll have a Puritan city council. We'll, we'll do Puritan-type things. I don't know what those things are. I don't know a tremendous amount about it. But it's say we're going to have a Puritan nativity scene out by the city hall. We're going to have a Puritan school. Yeah, we'll probably have, you know, what do you think the Puritans did? We'll probably start the day with a prayer. I can't imagine. Oh, how terrible. How terrible. Probably start the day with the prayer at the Puritan school. We'll probably say the blessing at lunch at the Puritan school lunchroom, school cafeteria. We'll probably have, you know, we'll, we'll have some football games. I don't know how good we'll be, but uh, we'll have prayer there. We'll, uh, we'll want our kids to be taught certain things, certain, a certain version of right and wrong, a morality based on what we Puritans believe in. Is that okay in the United States of 2024, or would someone be against that? Would the government be against it? I think the answer is yes. Would the court system be against it? I think the answer is yes. Would the Freedom From Religion Foundation be against it? I think the answer is yes. Would the Southern Poverty Law Center be against it? I think the answer is yes. Would, would my little Puritanville be just, just under attack every single day? think the answer is yes. So you're telling me the founding fathers, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and others would say, yeah, you know, Scott Beeson's Puritanville down there, that is a pariah. We can't, no, we can't allow, that is not what we, no, 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 no. We are not okay with that at all. I don't think anyone can make the argument that they would. They'd be okay with it. They, they might want to move there. They, they probably would live there. They might be on the city council in Puritanville. But Ken, the liberal, is, is right. They have changed this country to, tremendously. Where Puritanville now would not be allowed, could not be allowed. And we would be told how it was un-American, undemocratic. They would be right about that part. But I'm just saying they're not going to leave us alone. Hey, I, I got to take a break. I'm the worst at these floating breaks. 
But, uh, Jeff, you'll be up next on the other side. This is Scott Beeson filling in on The Line. We'll be back. It's The Line with Andrew McLean on Talk 99.5. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Talk 99.5. I am Scott Beeson filling in for Andrew McLean. Hopefully, I know y'all are hoping that he'll be back tomorrow, but let's get out to Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. How's it going, man? It's, it's another day in paradise, Jeff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, what Ken doesn't understand is that when the United States collapses, and it, it is imminent because we keep spending and more and more money, I think we've probably spent beyond our, our means already that to, to recover from the debt. And when the dollar collapses uh, and basically the government dissolves, uh, the liberals are the ones who are going to die like crazy because they're all depend upon the government, you know, taking care of their needs and everything, where, you know, your Republicans and everything are a little bit more, uh, you know, I'm not going to say everybody is, but they're a little bit more resilient than what they are, and that, and we're heavily armed, you come after our stuff, you're probably not going to work out very good for you. I, I do think the conservative side, the, the rank-and-file conservatives, stand a better chance when things collapse than the establishment folks and the folks living in the in the blue dot cities, and, and I'll tell you, Jeff, I've, I've tried to advocate here in the state of Alabama, not, not making much headway for it, but we need to be trying as a people, me, you, all of us together, figuring out a way that we can be as self sufficient as possible in our own state when the collapse comes. I mean, I think we ought to be we ought to be incentivizing people having their own gardens having the, you know, the local, not just a farmer's market, but basically a local market for Saturday mornings where you bring the eggs that you've got and I bring the tomatoes or whatever and we, we you know, trade day, barter, and and just try to incentivize those sorts of things because I, I do see a time when America faces some, some challenges. I, I was trying to remember I saw something just a few days ago about how much – money the federal government is borrowing like per minute and um it was something just unbelievable like a million dollars a minute a minute is how much more in debt we were we were going it may be higher than that probably a second (laughs) a million dollars is not very much no it's not much anymore you're right you're absolutely right and um you know, I don't know why even our own folks on our side continue to just spend at astronomical levels, and and it, it looks like a, a train wreck is coming, and we're just not cut out for for surviving that kind of thing. You, you know what? You know who has been preparing for that kind of collapse? Russia. Yeah. They they can be almost completely self sufficient and have been working on that for like twenty years, and and we are a service economy with half of our country sitting in a city just trading paper with each other. Well, well, the thing about it is, like right now, I think the the, the employment rate in Alabama, I believe, is what fifty uh, some percent. So you got over forty five percent of the people. They're not working, and where are they getting all their money to live at? You know, if I could figure that out, I I, I drive a truck, and I'm I'm going from Indiana to Alabama, and back. I'm driving 600 miles a day, 12 right. hours a day, and and you know, if if I can figure out how to do that, you know, I'd sure like to. Be a <laughs> lot easier, wouldn't it? And, 
Yeah, I'm getting tired of paying them instead of me working to pay them. You got it. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you, brother. Give us a call back later on. We got to take a break. We'll be back. It's The Line with Andrew McLean on Talk 99.5. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here with us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kumal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. 